0: Already li- are we live right now? Yeah. <laughs> this is... Uh, <laughs> we're live on yours. Yeah, all right, we're doing this right here. Yo, yo, welcome back to another 30 Jobs Later. I'm your host, Corey Rodriguez, and I am on the awesome podcast...
1: Behind the Showroom with Jennifer Canfield.
0: Behind the Showroom with Jennifer Canfield. We are cross-podcasting today, we and are. I am it's excited. It's my first time. Oh, this is awesome. This is going to be good. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what a cross-podcast is, we're going to drop the podcasts on both platforms so you're getting a little taste of the intro from me and you're gonna get jennifer's intro
1: oh and, and my intro is gonna be on there too because i have a little ditty but it's added in editing things oh, okay bill. cool
0: so it's gonna already be in there so yeah yeah the little it says ditty. where
1: are you at behind the showroom it's all very cool
0: <laughs> all right cool <laughs> I, Maybe i'll get bill to help me out with mine i just created that on garage right, cool. band and uh <laughs> i like
1: it i like it
0: made the sounds so um I think uh, I think I ladies first I'm going to just play back and I will uh this is I want to post this on my Well now I want to know
1: what your jobs were before comedy cuz that's what yours is about right but I'm right. sure you've talked about it but
0: No I have yeah Let's sum
1: it up what what you used to do
0: A lot of jobs You I'm still
1: having, do? You just do comedy now. Only comedy.
0: Okay. Yeah. But for a while I did a lot. I had a many many jobs. I've had a, um Oh man, I've worked at I've worked at J Crew. Mhm. I've worked at Burger King. Uh, I worked in finance, like selling annuities and um, life insurance. You know, I worked in Blue Cross and Blue Shield. I worked for Vector Marketing, Cutco, used to sell knives door to door. Oh, no. Uh, I couldn't. I was was really good at it, though. I'm sure you are.
1: Well, you're a comic. So, I mean, you sell yourself on stage every night.
0: Right. True. So
1: I, there's some sort of sales associated with comedy, so it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that. I think that, for sure, has yes. something to do with it. I think part of your personality is being like, um, it's kind of being able to do that. I feel. I. I also feel like I'm the type of. I'm a little weird in a sense where like I feel like a lot of people that I'm around that I really like, they'll often say like they don't like people. they be like I hate people. they be like I can't stand people. I hate them. Right. But like I like people. (laughs) But like I like people like I I used to be a bartender. I used to be a server back in the day. Like I I've worked in a lot of customer service. My family owns barbershops. I used to cut hair like I was in a barbershop for years, you know, like so it's like I've done all these things and it's like
1: those are all people jobs.
0: They're all people jobs. And like I like it. You know, I was in a school. I was a I was a long term sub for three years. You know, I taught. Uh, kindergarten through um, uh, I got, taught fifth grade English for two years because uh-huh. the teacher went out two times, and then I um, was a computer and music teacher for kindergarten through eighth grade.
2: Oh, okay. And
0: so, like, but like, I like it. I like the kids. You know, like I was, I didn't leave. Like, I hate these fucking kids. Like, when it was all said and done, like I, like, I like them. <laughs> like, like, I don't. Mind. I'm a
1: PTA mom. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like the kids. And you so. don't. Like the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like uh, when when I went to um my daughter's school the her second grade teacher we're in the classroom and she was like this is how it is she was very straightforward very matter of fact and I was like I like her yeah. she's like if your kid forgets their homework that's not your fault that's their fault they need to learn responsibility I stood up yes thank
2: you
1: oh, how just, listen when is too soon to learn responsibility because I've been trying right. to teach this since birth <laughs> my mom keep, kept uh, yeah. accusing me of shoving her out of her uh, out of well first out of the womb but also out of her crib I was like no she can get up and Walk whenever she's ready. Right. she's just playing it off now. Right, right, she's only three months. I don't care. She's fine. <laughs> if she's hungry enough, she'll find the food. Yeah, yeah. Turn That's your how head they do it in the wild. <laughs> but so when she when she said that, I was like she goes so I don't I don't want parents in here teaching the kids that's my job if you want to make copies grade papers and that was the first year that I volunteered because my daughter always wanted me to help can you volunteer in the classroom can you I was like no yeah listen you are a really good kid because you have been trained to be a really good kid mm-hmm. these other little bastards <laughs> I can't because their parents are terrible people and I don't like <laughs> so and it's not all all parents, right? Right, I mean, of course, a lot of them, though.
2: Well, this,
1: But but that was the first year that I was like, oh yeah, I'll grade papers, I'll do that, and I don't want to interact with the children at all. Yeah, but I, yeah,
0: I feel like that that exact feeling about even kids close to me. I feel like that. Like um, if you're with the family members, you know, kids or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, and maybe not your nephew and nieces, but it could be your nephew and nieces, but just some family members' kids, and you're like. These, these these little fucking kids need, they need to get their <laughs> shit together like right. somebody needs to help right. them more and then you're in this weird place because some families you're able to discipline the kids throughout the family right the whole right. village mentality right. Right. but then sometimes you still feel a certain way like you can't just be disciplining whoever's kids mm-hmm. and, then, and, and then even sometimes when you tell somebody no you're like no you can't eat those fucking sweets right now because right. we said no right? right we said no for whatever reason the adult reason is no right, right. and then the parents like You know, they might roll back in and be like,
1: "It's all right." You know, like or I'd rather let them than have to hear about it for the next thirty minutes. That's what I'm saying. That's why you're gonna hear about it for the next thirty minutes because they figured out that if they just say it long enough for thirty-one minutes, you're gonna give it to
0: them. Oh, (laughs)
1: exactly. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. That's so. That's my thing. So it gets real annoying. Or or even when like, even when like the, the the parent does give in, or like the parent just will say like they'll just act like when they show up, like you ever be at like an event, you ever be at someone's house or something and the parents act like when they get there, like those aren't their kids anymore. Right. Yes. Like everybody else yes. is supposed to take care of these. So I'm like, your yes. kid is in the street or right. like they're doing we what they're
1: had that. To. We had that at one of our events. So there's a street in front of, runs in front of the school yeah. and there was a kid that like, where is your parent? Because we aren't babysitting. <laughs> right. Like we're playing... Right. We're putting on a an event for families. That means bring yeah. your family. Your parent comes too. Yeah. And we've actually had to put on the flyers no unsupervised children.
2: Yeah, right. We are not a
1: daycare center, and I'm not going to keep your kid from running yeah. in the street. Right, right. Because I believe in, uh, what, what is it, Murphy's Law or Pavlov's Law or whatever, you know. Like, if, if it's Murphy. your turn to go, it's your turn. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're yeah.
1: just pinning the herd. That's what that, it That's what happened. I mean. Exactly.
0: Exactly. That's, your but,
1: parents should have been watching you. But I don't blame bad kids always. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes. As they get older, it's yeah. a choice. But like young, four or five, it's, it's parenting.
0: 100%. That's where they learned all of it from. That's well, where they learned. You that's allow I, it. Yeah.
1: You obviously like, obviously allow this in your household because they come now in public and do it. Yeah. They yeah. didn't just learn that so that yep. they could have, no, you allow this. Yeah. How many kids do you have? Two. Okay. How yeah.
0: old? Uh, they are five and two.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, mine's 10. So.
0: Yeah.
1: It's interesting to see them. I I make friends now based on people's parenting styles. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a good parent who I don't have to discipline your kid because you're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Oh, we, we could be friends. We could hang out with, with kids involved.
2: Yeah. Yep. But
1: if you have a badass kid, I'm going to be like, no, you know, we should go to to drinks sometimes, something yeah, yeah, yeah. non-kid related.
0: <laughs> I, I do get like that. I do. It gets uh, it can get it can get annoying. I, I mean, it's just it's just what it is. It can mm-hmm. get very annoying. And, and it, what gets annoying to me is that most of the time um, I, I will discipline whoever is in that area just just because it's like hey man just as an adult i'm disciplining you know i'm not spanking someone's kids but i'm like hey you know don't Don't do that that. like seriously don't do that stop running with scissors right like like you know what i mean and i I have no no problem doing it but when you have a kid that doesn't listen to that or a parent who doesn't back you up in those situations then you have you have just chaos they're blunt
1: scissors
2: yeah yeah
1: They're still scissors. I let them run with those at home? (laughs) Well, obviously, when they get hurt, please don't call me. I don't want to hear the story. I already know what happened.
0: I think, I think, uh, I just realized this recently. One of the most helpless feelings I feel like with having a a child, having a kid, is that uh, that you can't, you know, when you call the doctor, they're just going to be like, are they peeing? Are they drinking fluids? Right. You're like, yes, they're peeing, eating and drinking food. They're like, everything's going to be OK. Right. But like that you don't really know because then you hear other stories where someone's like and then they kept misdiagnosing it mm-hmm. and then his arm fell off right. and you're like, fuck. And you're like, I don't want to be the arm fall off. Right. And you it's the most helpless feeling in the world it when is. you cannot break down what is going on. Yeah. With a kid. And yeah. then you're just like, give it to me. I'll take it. Let me. I can handle it. Whatever right. you have right now. Give it to me so I can be like, oh, it is. You know, like the pain is right behind my knee. That's where right. it is. You know, and I can like pinpoint it and fix it and everything. You well,
1: know? and you can you can. You tell about it. You, you can, can articulate you can ex- it. Yeah, articulate. Yeah, exactly. You can you can say exactly what it is. What does the pain feel like? Well, yeah. it hurts. No, I know, but is it a sharp pain? or <laughs> right. a dull pain. But they have no point of reference to tell right. you what's a sharp or dull pain. Yeah. Let, here, these are sharp scissors. Let me stab <laughs> you. Is it like that? Right. Right. <laughs> or is it just constant? What's constant? Never mind. Never You're mind.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Never All mind. right.
1: Listen, doc. My kid's dying, and I need to know why. <laughs> but the medical professional, the medical profession itself is i so have you did you ever watch house
0: i did watch house yeah
1: it it occurred to me and i don't even know how long it took this was like episodes and seasons in and i was like they're constantly just throwing things at a dartboard and hoping it sticks
0: always that's what i say all the time that's what they do they're constantly like and then so when you first go in you could go see one doctor who doesn't the doctor might not the doctor might be like, "I think it's this, right?" And then they treat for that, right? And then sometimes the symptoms will change or whatever, and right. then and then maybe not. But then you go see another doctor or your regular doctor because you went to the ER at that time. Right? The regular doctor is like, "Oh no, no. We, what we found was was this. I know you guys got treated for that, but it's this." And then you're right. like, "Fuck, man! The other guy was so confident, right?" But when you're so helpless in that moment, you're ready well, to because go you're with the whatever. One that
1: doesn't know, yeah. And you're relying on their medical expertise, and it's like. They do have the training, but they don't know everything. Exactly. They don't. They exactly. they're diagnosing. They're diagnosing based on what they've seen, what their experiences are, yeah. and every doctor's experience is different. Yep. So I don't fault them, right. but it's very helpless when it's like, because oh, I'd say before I was forty, before I was thirty-five, yep. I was healthy all the time. Like yep. I never went to the doctor. And then I've had a few things happen since that I was like, "How do you not like?" I had an ankle injury. Yeah, I thought I was Superwoman and did a 5K on inflatables because that's what you should do in your late 30s. Oh wow! Yeah. Wait, wait.
0: What are inflatables?
1: Like bounce houses? Oh shit! Yeah. So you're climbing up what? one side, sliding down the other. I had lost 80 pounds, and I was like, "I need. I'm gonna. Th- I'm gonna use this to keep me motivated, keep working out, doing all this." It was <laughs> okay. It was really, really fun.
0: So you, so you run right like up it's, until it wasn't. So you run and you just like the obstacle yeah. is like inflatable. So there in was the- like
1: ten of them, and yeah. so you run between them. And then there was one that was just like it was almost like a ball pit, and there's like your the balls are bouncing, and you're dodging right. balls and running through, and it's just <laughs> this blow up inflatable thing. Right. And then there was this one that's like I. I'm afraid of heights. So yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, it was three stories high. It might've been three stories high. It might've been two stories high. It was more than 20 feet off the ground. Okay. So you climb up it and then you slide down. Okay. So now I'm like, first, I'm not super physical. Right. In general. And now I'm on this really tall thing that I'm not comfortable with either. Right. And I keep thinking like, cause we have our shoes on. Yeah. I'm like, my shoes are going to catch on the rubber. And so I'm, like, lifting my feet. And then it was Then you're going
0: faster as you slide.
1: It was a lot. So I got to the very last one. I'm 10 feet from the finish line. Oh, my goodness. I've made it through. No. And they're, like, I had this team I was working out at a gym. And we had gotten a team together. There was, like, 26 of us. Yeah. And so there was some of them, they were with me. And some of them had finished and then come back. And they're, like, doing it with me. And they're, like, come on, Jenny, you got this. Very encouraging. And I was, like, ah, I'm going to give you guys a grand finale. Oops. (laughs) Oh, shit. So I climb up, and it's this one. It You go climb up, a slide, climb up, slide, and that's the finish line. So I climb up. I'm at the top of the slide, and I'm on the side because, like I said, I'm afraid of heights. So I'm holding onto the side, and I slide down, and I'm lifting my feet. Well, I didn't think about it. The side of the slide catches my shoe and turns my ankle oh, as my very light 120-pound frame.
2: <laughs> not since I
1: was five. Um, <laughs> kept right on pushing and pushed through. And I thought that I broke it. Right. I thought I broke my ankle and I was done. Well, now I'm stuck between the climb part and the slide part, and it's closed. I'm like, I have no idea how they're going to get me out of here. Um, they're not. They can't lift me, much less carry me over. Right. So they ended up having to open the side, and I slid out. And then I have two people that are, like, half my size. They're holding me. Or I'm standing there like a flamingo, and they're like, we're going to put you down. I'm like, no, 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 don't put me down, don't put me down, because you won't be able to get me back up. Like, right. I'm like, I'm aware that I'm not small. Right, right. Like, this is, and then I got tired, and I was like, all right, put me down. And they sent the two smallest paramedics oh, my
2: God. in the
1: world, and I was like, they're never going to get me off the ground now. I'm just going to just... Can you build me a tent or something? I'll just stay here. This is terrible. All because I wanted to be healthy. This is stupid. But so they did x-rays and I didn't break it. Mm -hmm. So they gave me a walking cast. They were like, stay off of it. Go to ortho, which you have to go to your doctor to get a referral to ortho. So did all that. And so I probably was like three weeks after injury, I saw ortho. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, they looked at the x-ray. They were like, no break. Start walking on it as you feel better. Well, I found out that I have a really high pain tolerance. So I was like, okay, and I'm stubborn. So I start walking on it. Well, as the swelling comes down, I'm, I can see the bone in my ankle isn't in the right place.
2: Mm. Like,
1: I have two ankles side by side. I'm telling you, there's something wrong. Right. So I call ortho, and I'm like, hey, there's something not right. And they're like, no, we we're seeing you in six weeks, and you know, we're not going to see you before. then. I'm like, listen, I'm telling you. That there's something wrong. No matter what you saw on whatever x-ray, they end up taking me in, doing an MRI. I had separated my tibia and fibula. Oh, my God. Over my ankle. But it took them, um, I got injured in March. It took them until June. So it took three months. For them to correctly diagnose it. Meanwhile, they're like, if it doesn't hurt, walk on it. I'm walking. They on just it this tell you because
0: they just because
1: uh, if it doesn't hurt, then, then, then you client. should be okay. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. it's like okay, but that doesn't always work because.
0: But so there were no X-rays that were done. They or did an
1: X-ray. It wasn't broken, so they didn't see because they're doing an X-ray. They're looking one way. Yeah. So if they would have looked this way, which is what the MRI did, it gave them a better picture they saw that I had separated my tibia and fibula. Wow. And I was in surgery like within a week after that and non-weight bearing for six months. Wow. Yeah.
0: You separated your tibia. I mean, I can't even think, because tibia and fibula, that, that is the, those are the, That's two, the two bones. bones.
1: From your knee from to your, your ankle. From your knee
0: to your ankle, yeah. Yeah. On the side, yeah, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and it's uh, separated over how the that's ankle not joint. super painful. I don't even understand that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was something. But How I'm,
0: high is your pain tolerance that you separated your bones? You're like, am I right? Uh-huh. I'm walking on it. I'm, I'm good. <laughs>
1: Well, I was having a baby once, and yeah. they were like, "Oh, we can see the head," and I was like, "Stop lying to me! It's not even close."
2: <laughs> I had a baby
1: very quickly <laughs> after that. Apparently, I was very close, and I have a slip and slide for a did So
0: <laughs> Did you have um? Were you uh? Did you have epidural and everything? I did. Okay. Um, they
1: had turned it off, but I did because her heart rate kept dropping. Okay. So they were like, "Either we can give you the epidural in case we have to do a C-section, or..." you have to um, you'll have to get knocked out. Yeah. So I was like, "Well, give me the epidural. I don't care." Right. And, but they were like, "How are you feeling any contractions?" I was like, "Nah. there's a little. I mean, I feel something, but they're like, "You see these huge waves on this screen? Yeah, those, those are contractions."
0: Huge contractions, yeah. I was
1: like, oh, That's cool." <laughs> Seems fine to me. Yeah. What do women complain about? This is easy. <laughs> if I would have known this 10 years ago, I would have been a surrogate. They make good money. They would've do. would have been just popping out kids like, they hey, Tic Tac, see, you want one? I got one for you. <laughs> Mentos, anyone? <laughs> so, yeah. I that's watched when some I, show about that. That's surrogates. when I started to figure out that, you know, you're just throwing darts against the wall and you're not really...
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what they do, though. And then you have to—they do that a lot we with people. So much
1: faith in them.
0: Yeah, because because what wrong. else you gonna do though, right? Right. And I think people do that because when you find a good one too, that's the thing. It's like I know this is—these are things that we need though. Mm-hmm. When you have a good barber, mm-hmm. a good mechanic, a good oh, doctor, when you find these three things, yes. My when I mean, they know what the fuck is going on yes. and they actually want to get to the bottom of it, yes. and a good lawyer. Those those areas because there's. So when they're bad, it's detrimental yes. to you in all those areas. But if you, they're bad. But you
1: don't know that they're bad until all you, the time right away. Right. Until it's detrimental.
0: Right. And yes. and a lot of times you don't know they're bad because they're handling situations that are so common that like, yeah, oh, you luckily you did just have the common code and your body was going to just recover anyways by itself. So then prescribing you something to ease things is just fine. Right. And antibiotic is just fine here. Or the eye doctor is like, yeah, you should do it It's fine. You know, you, you don't, a lot of those things are, are common. Yeah. Until it's something that's not, you right. need a good one to know that shit. Right. You need a good mechanic that can fix your car and be like, this is all it's really going to cost. Right. Like, I don't need this, this right. and this. And then it's not even really fucking
1: fixed. Mm hmm
0: because they didn't know what to do mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so so you or know because
1: they misdiagnosed it they read the wrong code. they read or, the wrong thing, exactly or, exactly Or this other thing was wrong that was causing this code that had nothing to do with the actual problem facts yes.
0: that's it that's it right there when you have those things in your life that's when you've achieved adulthood mm-hmm. when you have when you have those things mm-hmm. you have a doctor that actually wants to know what the fuck like you're like i have the pain in my sides and bother me and some doctors would be like
2: Well,
0: are you eating? some dirt on it. Are you you eating? Are you drinking? Is everything okay? (laughs) Does it bother you all the time? No. Okay. Well, as you get older, you're going to have aches and pains. Right. That's what they'll say. Someone will say that. And then there'll be another one who's like, no, no, you shouldn't be having fucking pains in your side. Let's get to the bottom of it. You know what I mean? And this dude's sending you, testing the shit out of you Mm -hmm. to figure it out. Mm -hmm. When you get a good one like that, you get a fucking mechanic who you like, you just, who you tell everybody about. You're like, no, no, go to this dude. He's bare. You know, right. she's fair, whatever, right. and they're going to make sure your shit is right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you feel so good. You feel good inside. You know what yeah. I mean? It's the same thing, restaurant. When you find a good fucking place to eat, these are things you want to achieve as an adult. Yes. When you can find yes. these things, you're like, yes. I'll recommend this and I really believe this. Right. You know what I'm right.
1: saying? I will send everyone here. Yes, I'll send I everyone promise. here. I like,
0: am I'm, I'm excited right yes. now to yes. promote this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when things are good, mm-hmm. you know? And and that's that's the same for a comedy club though too. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're you're that's that's your business. When someone can go to a good comedy club, the comedy club is gonna sustain. It's gonna it's it, because people are like, hey man, every night every time I fucking been
1: there, it's great.
0: The lady last night who was like the one who says you recognize her, she's like every time I come the shows are great. Yeah. She's like I've been there seven times. She's yeah. like I love this place.
1: Yeah. It you know? has, has no idea who the comics are.
0: <laughs> no, no, it doesn't know. She yeah. just shows up. She's like I love this place. It's great. Yeah.
1: You know? Well, we were talking about that with with club owners and bookers and the differences in bookings because I always say I would never want to be a comic mm-hmm. because it's like you guys have 27 bosses and you have to learn each one of their nuances before you can actually work for them. True. And that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, God, I would quit day two. <laughs> I mean, day one, I wouldn't figure it out yet. So day two, I would be like, no. I think I have to please how many people? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not good at this at all. I am not a salesman. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, here I am. Take it or leave it. I don't care.
0: And <laughs> those comics with those attitudes don't usually work unless they're exactly. unbelievable. Um, I would say um, that's a good point when you think about how much variance there is. But at the same time, you, you do learn that, but there are commonalities in the bookers, just like there's commonalities in some of the comedians as well. And then there's the eccentric shit, you know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of like, you know, this for the most part, you know, it's, it's, it's business. So yeah. it's respect, it's respect, it's perseverance, it's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Persistence, whatever. Yeah. And then. Boom, and then once the relationship is established, then you're cool. Then you go from there. Because you've been at
1: laughs twice now, right? Yeah. You came in as a feature. Yes. How did you How did you get into laughs?
0: I got into laughs from um, we. Uh, I mean, obviously,
1: because you're good looks. No, but. no. I, was, I got in the last, laughs.
0: I got in because we were at. Uh, we did a couple festivals together. Actually, we did. We did two times. We were at a festival together. We did. Um, we did Big Pine. And I don't know if we did Big Pine twice, but nope. we definitely. We I've did... only
1: been to Big Pine once. Okay, so and it was we this did this year, and you had already worked at Laughs.
0: Yeah, before it, before that. So Big
1: Pine.
0: So I met you at um. It was another festival. It was um. It
1: was either Noho or World Series?
0: So it was Noho. Yeah. So the North Hollywood one. So mm-hmm. we all kicked it at the North Hollywood festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where Matt uh, Matt um, Broome. Matt Broom was there, mm-hmm. and we were all hanging. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it was the Noho festival. So we started talking there, and then. We connected, and then I ended up um, coming out to do laugh um, do laughs on last year sometime, yeah, with uh Sean Peabody, oh
1: yeah, yeah, okay, yep,
0: so we came out and did it then, and then I featured then and then came back and headlined this year,
1: yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's usually the progression is yeah, come out, let me actually see you in front of my crowd and doing a decent amount of time instead of a five minute set at a festival right because that's that's hard, right. like you if you can't kill five minutes though.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, you should. I mean, what are you doing? How right. are you? How are you? Are you going to be the headliner? Yeah. yeah,
1: if you can't kill five minutes, and there's a lot of excuses for that too. Like, oh well, you know, I tell stories, or I can't. Yeah, yeah I can't. It's, it's, I'm like, well, okay.
0: The more I look at this, the, the game, the comedy game, the more I look at it, it's, it's um, I kind of view it as like just having tools on my belt, man. That's what I call it, or tools on your belt. When I'm talking to comics, I'm like, yo, just be able to do shit be able to access that tool. You don't always have to have the right tool, but just realize you might not get the desired effect <laughs> that you want, right? right? So if you're trying to nail something in, you know, you're trying to nail something in and all you have is a big screwdriver, you're going to have to bang the back of that big screwdriver to get it in. You may get the desired effect, but if you had a hammer, it'd be easier. But you probably break your screwdriver. You may break your screwdriver. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's right. your turn, right? But, right. I mean, my point, my point in saying that is just that, like, if someone wants you to come out and do... Five minutes and you need to do the five, be able to kill the five. If they want you to do five minutes clean, be able to do the five minutes clean. If they want you to do 30 minutes and you're trying to headline, they want you to do the 30 minutes, be able to do the 30 minutes so they can see you do the 30 minutes. If they want you to do it clean, they want you to do it dirty. If they want you to be loose, if they want you not to do crowd work, if they want you, whatever the fuck they're asking you, those are all tools on your belt. Now, if you're the type of comic who's like, oh, I got a lot of crowd work, they said no crowd work, you may have to do some crowd work to survive. But you're not using a tool that that right. you need for that job, so you're risking it. You What's know really what I mean? funny
1: because I don't particularly like crowd work. Mm-hmm. I am okay. I hate crowd work. Mm-hmm. You should just not even say I don't. I hate crowd work. It's yeah. not. Is I just don't. Mm-hmm. But I've seen crowd work done well. Right. It doesn't mean that you should prove to me that you can do crowd work well. Like it's it is a well-established fact. I think it says it in the. Uh, there's a sign in the green room that says "What to Expect." How, like, there's a literally a written sign: "How to Survive at lasts Unlimited." Yeah. And one of them is, Jenny doesn't like crowd work. Yeah. I'm telling you, if yeah. you go up now and do crowd work, I'm gonna go. Okay. Right. Well, but that's not really. It's crowd work.
0: Which what crowd work is too is Jenny's talking <laughs> about for people who don't know crowd work. That's yeah. just when the comic is speaking. Talking and going back and forth with the people in the crowd mm-hmm. from the stage. So I feel and there like there
1: is such thing as good crowd work.:
0: Yes, of course, there's times when it's warranted. there's but times what's when:' so it's... so
1: funny is that usually the good crowd work isn't crowd work at all. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody leading into a bit. They have a planned response. Mm-hmm. It's more improv than it is crowd work.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I call it taking a census. If you're just up there going, "So what do you do for a living?" Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to go with that. Right. How long have you guys been together? And there's right. not a joke to follow.
2: Right, right, right. right. There
1: was one, uh, there was a feature one day, and he was working with one of my local headliners. And uh, Ellis came in and he was like, How's he doing? And I go, Well, the guy stage left is a farmer. He works with <laughs> machines. This guy, they've been married for 12 years. They have three kids. Their yeah. names are Johnny, I don't know, Ricky, and Mike. Yeah. You know, and, and <laughs> I went and told and that's the lives of our front row that's what we've learned in 25 minutes what kind of jokes have you told if I know my entire audience's demographics right? like all you didn't ask for is social security numbers can you get (laughs) those next time (laughs) and he went and told the feature that he was like hey just so you know little heads up she hates crowd work yeah and he was like well but i but i tie it all in at the end so at the end he goes oh yeah you know like the machinist over here and these 12 year olds married and just they he repeats back the information they gave to him i go but that's just it's a parlor trick that's not right right i mean i don't think it's comedy right if you want to do that that's fine and i'm sure there are places for that right right This is, and you're not going to progress. I'm not going to headline you after you do 25 minutes of crowd work. Are you crazy?
0: (laughs) There is some. There is some. It's. It can be when it's good. It's good. It's good. You know what I'm saying. And and it it can be used. It can be useful. But yeah, it can be. It can be like. Um. I call it empty crowd work. Where like where like um, like I've seen people struggling, Mm -hmm. and then they would attempt to go to the crowd to save them, but when when you're not being real it's almost like selling right? like you're talking about with sales and like selling yourself right the the craziest thing in the world is a crowd can pick up on when your bullshit is when your crowd work is bullshit right and what i mean by that is when you're asking them stuff and you're and you're just you're just asking them to ask them and there's no point in asking them Mm -hmm. like what you're what you're trying to do there's no there's you're not going anywhere and not just like like, it's almost funny. Like, sometimes you can even have a planned response, mm-hmm. but they know that it's just bullshit. You're only asking. You don't really care. Right. Like, you, you must seem like you actually care while you're asking, even if you're leading into a bit.
1: Right you you might not even yeah it's crazy you might as well just respond with yeah 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 so that's what what i'm saying (laughs) exactly
0: exactly that's exactly you you can say anything right
1: right. how many kids do you have so uh, yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: uh... (laughs) exactly people pick up on that they pick up on the realness of like you're not in this moment with me you're pretending you're in the moment with Uh, me but you're not in the moment you know Mm -hmm. like this this uh I remember this comic, this comic, it's, you know, he would just say shit. He'd be like, he'd be talking to the crowd. And he would just say stuff like, oh man, your shirt, he's like, where you get your shirt from? And the dude would say whatever. He's like, yeah, that's a gay shirt. Right. And he would just name everybody's, you know, he's going to call, make fun of everybody based on their shirt, whatever. Right.
1: Like trying to do a roast. Yeah. A but but terrible like, one. But- so, but,
0: so, like, there's nights when it works, when the shirts are there. But he's doing it anyways because that's the shit. So, the nights when the shirts don't fit his joke, <laughs> he's still like, yeah, yeah, that's a nerdy shirt. It's not really, though. Right. But he, he needs to say this <laughs> He's shit. He's wearing a
1: white tee. <laughs> <Right. laughs>
0: you know what I mean? It's yeah. funny because it just, but that's empty. It's just like, you yeah. just, you just, just full of shit.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that's, the, that's what I, that's why. I, so I don't even know how we got there, but that's, that's why I don't like crowd work. I don't think it's very imaginative,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're talking about, you can walk down the street and be like, hey, that's a dirty shirt. Mm-hmm. That's not anything special. They're not paying $20 to see you talk shit. We do that with our friends for free. Yeah. You know, I'll yeah. talk, you talk about, you know, the chick walking by in the heels that looks like a baby calf.
2: Yeah. <laughs> not especially imaginative. It's been done. Right, right. You
1: know, wow me with something. Yeah. If I'm building a, a comedy club based on a reputation of funny, you better deliver the funny. Right in whatever position that you've been hired to deliver it in.
2: Right, right, right. You
1: know, you better fill that twenty five, that fifteen, that hour, whatever.
0: So that's that's where we that's where we were jumping off at, just yeah. saying that like in these businesses, and as you become an adult and as you start trusting things, it's like you want to trust these different areas of your life, and I think I think that's I think that's really coming into completion as an adult and feeling accomplished is when you can be like, that's a comedy club you want to go to. I know, like, for sure, like, go there. Like, because there's so many things in our lives that get broken and fractured in those areas that you're like, ah, well, I used to know a good right a good realtor i used to know we're good
1: right. you know right. I mean? yes. Like, yes. but
0: when you can yes. like maintain those things you're i don't like, know where man. they're
1: i don't know where a good dance club is yeah anymore. i don't know anymore um, right like shit I, mean, I used to go to this is it even open now <laughs> right right i don't know
0: <laughs> that's that's truly <laughs> truly i think that should be many many people's goal is uh is to build that sort of network where you actually trust those things and you're not constantly like oh i gotta I got I to gotta reach out and try to find somebody else that right. may have a trusted network of right. this thing.
1: Like if you had a relative that came to town, where would you send them for these things?
0: Yes. That's it.
1: A good night that's out. It. A great meal. You yep. know, whatever. Yep. Do you have those? Do you know those? If not, get out in your town. And fucking and figure them. it out. Figure because it out. Because you're living under a rock.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't have a good mechanic, though. Yeah. you know. So that's, mean, that's something to I find, though. But I switched to an electric car. So now I don't even know. Oh, wow. I don't even know what to do with that.
0: So there there has to be some... Listen, see, this is the cool thing about online. You know there's 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 an electric car group around here. There has to be a Sacramento electric car group. Luckily, I just
1: got it, so I haven't needed one yet. But when I do...
0: Go to the electric car group and be like, who do you guys go to? They'll be like, Frank down on Washington is awesome. You know what I mean? It's fair.
1: He knows how to do the diagnostics. Everything.
0: So it's there. So that's the cool thing about online is like you will... You can find all the obscure shit, even when it works in your favor. It's yeah. good, you know. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So, so your background sales. You're a people person. Yeah. I'm the opposite. Yes. You already know this, okay? Uh. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I am not a people person. No, I,
0: I know, I know you get. I know people annoy you quite a bit.
1: And let me clarify too.
0: I'm not just like some man of the people who's just like I just love. Um, being around people all the time. I do love people. And most of the time I like being around them. When I'm ready to shut down though, oh, I'm yeah. ready to shut the fuck down. For like sure. when I don't want to be around you, for sure, I don't want, I really don't want to be like, yeah. I get, I get, cause I feel like I give so much that if you invade that, when I'm trying to be, private and have some private time yeah. I get very annoyed and grumpy and they're like you're not like yourself I'm like <laughs> you should leave me alone for a little right, bit now right. I'm, I'm recharging I, so, like, right. so I can be nice I to everybody to again yes right you know? I'm
1: tired of being nice and if I'm not you're gonna cry and then I can't like my <sighs> dorm
0: room in college was open you know I keep my door open you know what I mean because I wouldn't mind people came by mm-hmm. we're hanging and shit like that but when it's shut Don't
1: knock. (laughs) Don't knock. I don't
0: want to. I don't want to see you. I
1: don't want to talk to you. you I know, know, and I think I so (laughs) comics that work, especially that have worked, laughs have my personal cell phone number, Mm -hmm. and they text me, and usually just it's just about business and everything. But there are days that I'm off, Mm -hmm. so I don't always respond right away, and it's for two reasons. One, I'm off, and I don't need to respond. And the second reason is because. I don't always have what I need to answer the question that you're asking me. And it's not an immediate question. Right. You know, you're asking me if I have availability on May, the third Thursday of May to, to do a show or something. Right. But I don't know. I'm off and I'm not going to look right now. So I'll just leave it in my inbox mm-hmm. and not even open it cuz now if I open it, I'll forget. Right. So I have that little one, these little you have eight things to do. Right. And then comics get so cuz because I and I understand, but I don't want to fix it on my end because I have a system, and so it's not that I'm ignoring you, it's I don't have an answer for you, but I want to remember that I need to find an answer for you right, and so i I don't know how I was going with
0: that no, no, I think okay. I, no, no, I think you were going you were just saying how um.
1: Oh, because you were saying you are saying having having your having, having your own space, your own having your own time,
0: and I think yeah. I think look, I think that <laughs> no matter what level or degree you are in the business, you have to have some time for yourself. You have mm-hmm. to you have to carve that shit out. Yeah, at some point, but it does get difficult. Like yeah. I used to do real estate as well, and it gets difficult because you know, like at any time, it it's it means money. Mm-hmm. That means it for all of us. Mm-hmm. At any time, that phone goes off. It means money. It means opportunity. It means something's going on.
1: Well, and now with having the cell phone as your business phone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying
0: all right. the time. And
1: people think that because it's your cell phone that you're accessible 24-7. Right. And it's like, but I'm not. Right. And nobody should be. Right. Like, right. if you are and that's your life, that's awesome. Right. And I do text sometimes at weird times because I'm dealing with comics, so I know they're up past 10 o'clock. Right. So if I get a flyer for my flyer guy because they're in Vegas and they work nights, right. I don't know. I'll send you a flyer at 10 or 11 o'clock at night, but I don't expect a response. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I'll just send a, a text because I think of something and I'm like, hey. I have to, Oh, I have to send that. Cause I'm going to forget. Now, if I wait five more seconds, I'll forget. Yeah. So I need to deal with it. I don't expect a response. Right. It'll, you know, respond to me at your, at your leisure if it's not a time sensitive thing, but. But yeah, I uh, I definitely like my downtime, mm-hmm. and my um, jobs before this were all very, they weren't dealing with many people. So I was an ad, admin assistant for an insurance company, mm-hmm. and um, I was a bookkeeper.
0: So what was the job right before this, That and then you got into this? This
1: was book, It was bookkeeping. bookkeeping. I was the bookkeeper at the club.
0: Okay, so you're a bookkeeper at this club? Comedy Hat club? Laughs. Okay. Yeah. And so and so I, ha- I and which is cool about this is I know a few other people that were working in the club to uh-huh. some capacity, uh, and then they end up taking over that club. Right. So when you were working there as a bookkeeper, were you um would you watch it would you come to a lot of shows?
1: Uh no.
2: Okay.
0: No. Now, did you did you like what like drew you to be like fuck it I could do the club was it since you were the bookkeeper you mm-hmm. were seeing the numbers and mm-hmm. you were like this is some shit I could do
1: yeah I, I, I was seeing the better. numbers and I could do it better
0: I could do it better yeah, yeah.
1: I I saw where he was mismanaging money mm-hmm. which business owners who get into business don't always don't often get into business and you know have a knowledge of the numbers but I came in from the numbers standpoint and I looked at it and I was like well. One plus one is two. And if you times that by six, you know, you can make money here.
0: <laughs> What's one, to- one of the top things that someone does as a business owner from a bookkeeper standpoint? What's something that they do that you're like, if you just fucking cut back on this, you probably would increase your profits in your business right away?
1: I think mine is more not what they would cut back on, but what they like just keeping better records and knowing what you're where your money's going. Because if you actually look at a profit and loss because even if you have an accountant, even if you have somebody doing it, do you actually look at those reports? Mm -hmm. Because I used to be a bookkeeper and I'd print out quarterly reports for people and be like, here's your income, here's your expenses, da, da, da. How many times did somebody actually look at it? Mm -hmm. And I'd give them a year to date or a previous year comparison and be like, wow, we're losing money. You can look on this report and you can see, oh, well, we, we had a lot more in payroll this year. Oh, well, minimum wage has gone up. We might have to increase our prices to offset whatever. Mm-hmm. But from a number standpoint, I can look and tell you exactly what's increased, what's decreased. Right. So if our doors, the cover charge is going up, but our alcohol sales aren't, there's something. There's right. something there. Right. right. So it, and then if I look at the alcohol sales and I notice my liquor costs are going up, but my alcohol sales aren't going up. Right. What's the problem? That's, or, John, that's
0: John Taffer's big one right there. <laughs> right. That's right. John, you know, from, from but bar rescue. People that wrestling.
1: have a passion for restaurants, for, you know, for mostly in it, mechanics. If you have a passion for something, it's usually not the business part of that something. True. Comedy. True. Especially. Yeah. Comics generally are terrible business people. Right. You know, they're not good at marketing. They're not good at record keeping. They're not right. good at... What they're good at is what they're passionate about, which is comedy. Right. But if you can learn to take the time to at least learn and apply the other stuff, even if you're not passionate about it, but just look at it as a job and Mm -hmm. say, I have to do this to figure out, is going to New York, while maybe fun and beneficial, Over how beneficial and how long will it take for that to pay off Mm -hmm. if I'm paying $600 in a flight and making $200 on a Thursday night? Right. It, that promise of well, it could pay off eventually, how many times do you do that before right. you get that payoff right you know and so you know where it, it's a I think that I have a leg up in business in general because I am coming from the back end. Right. I never worked in the service industry, I never bartended i had I had very little knowledge of comedy before I got into comedy, yeah, and so. It was really weird for me, but I was like, but I can read numbers and I know what they're saying, you know? So,
0: so why not, why hadn't you um, delegated that responsibility to like, a, to like a manager or something to handle the booking and things for you so you didn't have to get involved with that side of
1: things? So my mom and I both own the club.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when, so the owner... On a random Wednesday while I was there doing bookkeeping, he'd been trying to sell the club. And he wasn't having any luck because it was a recession and people couldn't find funding. So one day he said, Jenny, why don't you just buy the club? And I laughed. I was like, ridiculous. Why would I do that? That seems dumb. I didn't have the confidence in myself. Mm -hmm. And then JC, who's the bartender, was like, I was just relaying it to him, being like, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe what Steve said to me today. Mm -hmm. Can you believe that? He goes, Why wouldn't you do that? Like, you know the business. Why wouldn't you do it? And I was like, "Uh, well, I don't know anything about the business. He goes, you know everything about the business. And I was like, oh, well, uh, duh. So I thought about it, and then I went to my mom and uh, her husband, Skip, and I brought the idea to them. I was like, well, you guys are losing money hand over fist in your retirements anyway. Mm -hmm. What do you think about investing in this business opportunity? Where? We own our own business, and you become your own boss. And you know we do that. And the agreement was <clears throat> because we, I had bookkeeped through a few managers, and uh, one of his managers just was stealing from him hand and fist. Mm-hmm. Found out later. Um, and she was. They agreed, but they were like, "We will be hands on. We wanna, we wanna be in the business, running the business." Gotcha. And I was like, okay, because I owned my bookkeeping business, but. Again, it was a recession, so the first thing people right. cut are professional services. Right. So I was like, "Well, I could run it," and so really, laughs is my full time job. So gotcha. I am the manager. Gotcha. I'm the man- full time manager. You know. Right. Right. So that's why.
0: Right. Right. So that makes sense. So yeah. then that is what you, That's where you are. You also know what also I'm saying. I'm a control yeah. freak. Huh. Oh, also okay. I'm a control freak. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Type A. Yeah. No, nobody can do it as well as I can do yeah. it. <laughs> <That> <laughs> Even if I die trying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and that mentality is fine until you become overwhelmed. You yeah, know, right? And then you of have course. to delegate. You know, in order for to to self preservation, self preservation. Right. You must. Uh, you must delegate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You, you have know.
0: to. So. Um, which
1: which I have, you know, like JC's a manager. So when now that I'm when I'm traveling to f- festivals, you know, he manages. And he doesn't love doing it, but he's effective in doing it. You know, it's somebody watching over the club who I know isn't doing anything untowards. Right. And my mom works there on the weekends. You know, she has a full-time job still. She's a title officer. Yeah. So she works, you know, one weekend a month and two other Sundays. But, I mean, that's, it's my... That's my nine to five.
0: So do you do you still handle the books? Are you oh, yeah. the bookkeeper? Oh yeah. Okay. I wouldn't so,
1: give it I wouldn't give that to anybody else.
0: So your so your last your job before getting into this one, which ultimately is your this is
1: It's still my job.
0: Still your job. L- let me ask you this. Before I get there, do you love this job? Yes. Okay. Is this um if you weren't doing this, is there something else where you can see yourself where that you really would like to be doing?
1: Um Okay. Uh, is there somewhere is there, else? No. Like, like I'm so saying, I've were you like had, so I've always wanted to be thought. a diver? So, like, anytime you, know. you you get into a business, the first three years you're not making money, and the club was already not making money mm-hmm. when I took it over. So I didn't expect to see you know some huge profit, <clears throat> but the first three years I spent many a time. <laughs> In a corner crying, going, mm-hmm. I've ruined all of our lives. Mm-hmm. I've, w- you know, like I'm never gonna get my mom's retirement money back. She's gonna have to work until she's 103. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that it was a humongous investment, but, you know, I've, I'm aware that I've, I've taken on this thing and there were times when I felt like I was in over my head. Yeah. And I would just be beside myself and go, well, I could go and get a nine to five job. I mean, I have the skills to do it right. and then I'll just have to pay everybody back and I'll just be in debt for the rest of my life. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go, well, that's stupid. So let's just figure this out. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: And then the longer that I've been doing this, the more I'm like, I am not fit to work in any other business. Yeah, I can't say what I want and joke around with people and bust balls and, you know, give as good as I get. And just have the fun that I do in any other business. I can't go to Karen and, you know, make jokes about whatever she did on the weekend. Right. I would be in trouble so much all the time. Right. I would have to completely just shut down my personality, which is, I guess, what people do in a nine to five job and just be like.
0: You do. Well, it's 100% what you do. I Uh, can't. so, So I guess I'm asking you this question, meaning like, If there was you, you kind of fell into this. Right, and so there's so many people out there searching for what they really want to do, what they really want to be, and, and and like their happiness. They want their life's happiness. You know what I'm saying? So they get to 35, 40 years old, 45 years old, and they're thinking like, "Yo, this is it. Like, this is the fuck I'm stuck doing. I got kids. I got a family. I got, I got. You know, you know, I, I don't know what else I can do. I can't change the. I can't alter my life right now at this time. You know, they can, but they're afraid right. to because it's a, it's gonna rock everything, of right? Course. And most of the men and the women would break up. Very powerful. It's very powerful. And mm-hmm. most men and women out there, which is, this is so fucked up to say, but once the money gets rocky, a lot of that, those relationships will split. So it's difficult to think you're going to transition to some other right job. You know right. what I mean? And
1: having the support of a spouse to do that.
0: That's what I'm saying. A lot yeah. of them will leave. A lot of them yeah. like, you know, a lot of Even the breakups. idea of, yeah, I'm,
1: I'm, I want to quit my job and pursue my passion.
0: It's like, whoa, it's the like, what are you, you doing? Do. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, so so, me saying all of that is to say you fell into this and you're saying that you are happy with it. And um, and, and I'm also asking you, there's, there's not something else in your mind where you're like, I've always wanted to do this. I always no. saw myself doing this. No. And so you're happy with this. So yes. that is a positive thing for people who are still trying to find what they want to do that potentially – you didn't know this was going to happen. You fell into this and you're happy about it.
1: Sort of. Okay. So before I owned the club, like I said I was the bookkeeper, but I was a bookkeeper because I owned my own, I owned my own bookkeeping business. Okay. So I was already doing what I was cuz I I love numbers. Okay. Numbers make sense to me. Okay. And I know people hate math and they hate yeah. profit and loss statements and balance sheets and I love numbers. Yeah. If you gave me an accounting textbook, I would have so <laughs> much fun. I love algebra. Yeah. Please bring me your children's homework. Yes. <laughs> I love, because it just makes sense. At the end of the day, yeah. one plus one is two. No matter whether it's common core or the old school way, I don't care if you count on your fingers, yep. it's two it yep. ends up being too and it just it's logical and so i was already doing what i was passionate about and i uh i did that i struck out on my own when i was 25. Mm-hmm. i was working for a lady who was in a bookkeeping business and <clears throat> it came up that she was retiring and she was supposed to sell the business to me and then somebody else came in and offered her more money mm-hmm. And I had been with her for years, developing her client base and doing all this. And I'm taking care of all the clients, any new clients or just I was taking care of personally. And when they came in and offered her more money and she saw that bigger dollar sign, she told me she was like, well, I'm going to sell to them now. Mm -hmm. But they want they want you as part of the deal. Yeah. And I was like, uh, you, you can't sell me. <laughs> you see? Right, right, right. And she was like, well, you're young and you don't know what you want and you'll regret buying a business. And I was like, no, no, you can't decide that for me either. And so um, I gave her my two weeks notice. Mm. And then the day before my last day, she said, um, I, wanna, I want you to sign this non-compete. Mm-hmm. And I said, No. I said, not only am I not going to sign it, but I have not let anybody know I'm leaving. I've gotten all the paperwork ready, showing you what I do for who and what timeframes. All the contact information is in the binders. I got everything ready for her. But tomorrow, after I'm no longer here, I intend to contact every one of them. Mm -hmm. And I did. Mm -hmm. And because they never worked with her, I was their point of contact because I was building the business I took 80% of them with me. Oh, wow. And that's how I ended up starting my own business. Wow. Yeah. And so I was already in business for myself, and then Laughs was one of my clients.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Okay. That makes sense. So then you you wouldn't have necessarily been here a lot because you were not here. I was just thinking you were like in a back room at Laughs. Like, I I was at Laughs once a week. I came once a
1: week and balanced the checkbook and figured out how many checks Stephen had balanced that week and who he had to pay before the club got shut down. Yep. I did all that. But then I had, you know, I was doing books for the candy store next door. Mm-hmm. which is how I got introduced to laughs. And I was doing books for a mechanic and, you know, these other businesses. And yeah. and that was, that was what I enjoyed doing.
0: What's your favorite thing about running a club? What's your favorite thing about being in the comedy club business, being a comedy club owner, booker, manager? What's your favorite thing about it?
1: Um, my favorite thing is watching comics progress. Yeah. Watching comics that I have seen from, I mean, I've been doing it 10 years now. Yeah. So I've watched comics from open mic. Yep. That have come up and just watching them get up and get up and get up and just go, God. Especially because once you get to know, I mean, when you're seeing somebody so regularly, you get to know them and it's like, "Ah, he's a really nice guy. Mm -hmm. She's a really awesome person. I wish they were funny. (laughs) Like, I want to work with you. But you just haven't found it yet. And then whatever happens, and I can never explain it, and I don't know what it is because it's different for every person, but watching that change happen. Yeah. And then just being like that and being so quick and just going, it felt the pieces fell together. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. having them host. Yeah. And then um, you know watching hosts become features. Yeah. And then turning those features into headliners and. Yeah. And I'll book a... I don't care. I don't know much about what you're doing at other clubs. Right. I, have no, I don't even know what your credits are. Right. You might have been on TV 17 times, Corey. I have right. no idea. Right, right. Because I saw you at a festival and I thought you were funny. Right, and right. And it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about earlier. I book differently than most of the industry does. But I love it. I'd rather yeah. do that. And I love when a comic comes and they headline for a weekend and then... I hear after the fact, they're like, oh my God, this is my first headlining weekend at a club.
2: <laughs> and I'm like,
1: all right, why not? <laughs> and it's happened multiple times where yeah. I'm surprised. Because yeah. I'm like, but you're so funny. Yeah. And then it's like, well, but I cultivate talent like that. You know, I mm-hmm. allow it to happen organically mm-hmm. where I'm not like, well, you have to jump through 17 hoops and you have to perform this many times. Because there's not a timeline that you can set for a comic to say, well, you start here, mm-hmm. and then you do these 17 things, and then you can be this. And you do this because every... Everybody's different. Every journey's different. Every journey's comic. different.
0: There's a, there's a, there is a there's kind of like a base. I feel like there can be like a base of guidelines because it takes a little time to learn. Just It takes time to acquire those tools that we were initially mm-hmm. talking about. It mm-hmm. takes time to acquire those. You do not even if you step on the scene with three of them mm-hmm. there's 20 that can go around your belt <laughs> so you just gonna take some time to acquire them you right. know what I mean you need to learn what to do if the microphone dies I've Correct. done many shows where there's no mic yes. the backup mic's fucked up it's the happened. mic's fucked up the room's packed you need yeah. to move on you need to come out you need to do shows where they'll tell you sometimes we don't have a regular mic you got the lapel you got the, you got the, mm-hmm. the uh, motivational speaker mic you know right. what I mean I got the Janet Jackson shit hooked up to the side of my face <laughs> what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. are you going to melt are you going to be able to do it what are you going to do comics some comics and like, what am I going to do with my hands some of them are so conditioned to have the mic in their hands yes. they're talking into a mic in their in their shirt but they're <laughs> holding a dead fucking mic because <laughs> they're so like I don't even know what to do without a microphone right yeah these are things you must get learn how to get over and 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 like learn how to deal with you and know, go deal, with the flow and go with the flow dealing yeah. with the crowd dealing with the Dealing with a booker who, there's times when you go to a club, and this can happen. You can be dealing with a manager, booker, or someone at a club who's just in a bad mood that day. It's yeah. not to do with you. Yeah. They're oh. fucking upset. But...
1: Let me tell you. I know. <laughs> I've
0: been there. <laughs> but, like, but, like, that this changes...
1: stopped up in the kitchen, and they can't... The the toilets are are uh, messing up in, in the bathroom of the newly renovated club that you just did, in there are yeah overflowing and you're having to send 200 people in your packed out room of your newly renovated club to the single employee bathroom in the back
0: god that is horrible I've been there
1: and at that time as a comic I don't give up yeah. what you have to say yeah, yeah. good or bad I don't care if you think there should be a monitor on the stage <laughs> I don't care if you think that the microphone is echoing right now I'm having to direct people in ways that they shouldn't need to normally yeah, be directed there be is, it, the shit's going down
0: yeah. yeah. when things like that happen though you, you, the, what happens is there's an energy change that happens you know when you go into a club and you feel like the book is not happy to see you uh, it can change the energy of what you're able to produce.
1: Gotcha. It's fucking yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah. You know, it. Uh, that definitely happens. You know, there's just multiple things that happen, you know, yeah. you're working with somebody you don't want to be working with. Mm-hmm. Like, Why is this guy on? Mm-hmm. You know, Why is this girl on? It's just so many different things you and have it's to learn how to get a, over.
1: It's hard as a booker. Like, I think I do a fairly decent job just because I work with people that I like to work with. Mm-hmm. So when you get on stage, Your the personalities can mesh easily you Mm -hmm. know and if they if they if they mesh off stage it's easier to mesh on stage
0: can i just say this one second hold on so jenny was texting at the same time right (laughs) so but like so that's why her that's why her like her everything was slowing down a little bit right her all of her cadence because you know she was just with everything she's like "Mm -hmm, yeah 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 and then she's just like going and she's texting right but what's funny about it is, is I'm 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 envious of you being able to text while you're you're saying words slowly, but you're texting. I would be writing everything that we're saying in the text. I'd be like, yeah, So,
1: is it worse comedy than I was club texting because? a full address and gate code. That's crazy.
0: I'm like, how are you even getting all this shit? And that's just funny to me because you know? I would absolutely be saying all the wrong. You know what I mean? I'd be saying the wrong stuff. I think it's funny. Um. <laughs> I would because whatever's I'm coming out of my mouth is going on my fingers at that yeah, time yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. blah, 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 you know
1: yeah well yeah I'm pretty good at multitasking yeah I you were I mean
0: you sometimes. just slow down you learn how to control it though you're like so the club would be <laughs> but her fingers are going because <laughs> I know people just listening and they're like why is she getting weird all of a sudden she's really she's, she's really pensive about
1: this <laughs> I was thinking really hard about that answer <laughs> Thanks for calling me out, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, uh, uh, I forgot what I was talking about now. No, we Comics were just, meshing on and off yeah, stage. Yeah, no, we were just oh. talking about,
0: you were saying it's hard that like, as a booker, like yeah. coming from your standpoint on where your energy is going to be or like trying to like, be happy and then like because that changes it's a, it's an energy right, uh, change right. That and happens. the comics
1: have energy individually yeah. the comics have energy so if the energy of comics don't mesh off stage yeah. then they're not going to mess on stage it makes this weird kind of show where I mean, I don't necess- I don't book like comics together. Yeah. Because who wants to watch three people get up and talk about the same thing, the same struggle, the same comedy. Exactly. Yeah. You know? True. And that's why I'm not a huge fan of theme type shows. Mm-hmm. Because we're just gonna you know, it's gonna be the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But if if personalities can mash mesh off stage and you know you can know that a booker is going through something or there's something going down at the club not that you have to address it or deal with it just know that all we need you to do is your job can you please just be funny and keep them in their seats because i need them not to be using the bathroom right now don't make them laugh so hard that they're going to pee their pants. But can you make them laugh hard enough to not remember they have to pee? Can you, can you find that line for me? Because I'm having an issue off stage. And there, I mean, there is a lot yeah. going on in, in, in the club that isn't always prevalent. And I don't want. I mean, for customers, I don't want them to know anything's going on. Of course. They just sit there, have a good time, laugh, eat, and drink. Of course. And they don't have to know that the cranberry's not, you know, not spitting out of the gun and yeah, we're, we're yeah. hand squeezing a bag or I don't know, we're making right. something up.
0: Right. The fucking soda water's flat. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> <Right. laughs> that we
1: just had to change three kegs because yeah. all three of them blew at the same time. Right, right. That only one of the microwaves is working, or, you know? <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's just a lot going on in there, but my the point of saying all that is just that like that a a comedian needs to be doing it for some time to be able to overcome those yes. things because yes. there's a lot there's a lot to and then we're talking about all the outside elements. Mm-hmm. We're not even talking about someone who's been doing it long enough to handle their own fucking shit. Right. Just right. being a regular human right. like leaving being sick. Being, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, because this is the type of job. Going
1: through something personally, a breakup or, I mean.
0: And being able to still be professional and do your job. How Mm -hmm. many days off do you get from your regular nine to five when you broke up with somebody? Right? Yeah. Now, bereavement is different, but still, even through that, it it depends on what you're going to do. How are you going to take it? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, my mom, when my mom passed, I did shows that night. Like, she passed away the funeral At the funeral, that night I had shows... At the funeral I had three shows that night yeah. I did them yeah. but it was only because I didn't do it to try to prove anything or whatever I felt like I could do the fucking shows I didn't, yeah. and I wasn't making up some stuff like I bet my mom would want me to do it no fuck that <laughs> uh, she, maybe she wanted me to sit
1: she's watching from above yeah she wanted she's me to do it. This, me this is what she would have pers- wanted me to pers- do pursuing my life <laughs> right
0: no maybe she didn't maybe <laughs> yeah. she wanted me to fucking cry all night right? I don't know but she's I, like, I you selfish
1: to. bastard <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> you didn't love me then and you don't love me now <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I but I wanted to do I wanted to do the shows like I felt I felt good to do the shows yeah. like you know like people will try to like they try to gauge your sadness or your happiness or where you should be mm-hmm. you know like oh you you know, how are you sure it's going to hit you? Well, when it fucking hits me, it hits me. Why are you trying to make it hit me? It'll right. fucking hit
1: me. Right. You know thanks. What? <laughs> thanks, thanks. Thanks for telling thanks me that. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, right. You I'm, know? Glad, I'm glad you're the only one that knows how grief works. <laughs> right, right. It's not a general uh, knowledge that everyone knows. Right, right. Right. You know,
0: we never heard this before. It's going right. to hit me at some point. <laughs>
1: right. So it's just like. Let's hope it's when I'm in a dark basement. Right. <laughs> and have nothing to do but cry for an hour. Right. <laughs>
2: Until then, just, shut up. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean that's really my feeling about it. I really feel like that. Like mm-hmm. I, I also feel like. And so, anyways, around that time though, I felt really good, did it, and whatever, and and I had my own moments to feel sad and whatever. Just I feel the same way about that though. When people talk about going to uh, uh, going to. Uh, a cemetery, or like going to the to the to the gravestone, yeah. and just like sitting there, they'd be like, "Oh, you yeah, know, I go visit my dad all the time, whatever." You know, people want you to like go. They're like, "Do you go? Did you go go visit your mom?" And I'm like, "No, I don't, I don't, I don't go right. really." You know what I mean? And they're like, right. "Oh, you know, go She's there and spend there. some time." She's not there. One, right. two. It's like you'll be sitting there. If you have a go with somebody, they're just fucking looking at you, trying to, like, waiting for you to cry. It's like, why are you trying to force tears <laughs> out of me? Like, if, if I'm, I know, you know, she's not in there. I think about her all the time. I might cry while I'm just driving on some fucking Right. right, it might just hit me or laying in a bed, maybe it'll hit me and I'll be like, I'm like she's with me all the time. She's not in there. Right. It's not like she's like, come get me out. Like she's not in there. <laughs> she's not in there. You know so what the fuck?
1: You're going to get letters. Right. Why haven't you visited? Right. Yeah, you know what I
0: mean? <laughs> dirty ass letters. You know what? I mean?
1: get what you get, get paper.
0: Right. So, but the but the thing is, but now one of my one of my cousins made a good point. Oh, actually one of my uncles made a good point. Cuz I was I was having this whole debate and this is cuz this is my thing. I don't necessarily go there a lot. And then he said this. He was like, the reason to go is to keep the keep the gravesite and everything clean, keep the flowers planted nice and things like that. And I was like, okay, that's a good reason for me to roll through there. But for me to roll through there and sit there and start talking to her and crying right. and shit, like I think about it all the time. I don't need to... Take the time to go there because that's what people do. I
1: think that's why I don't want a grave. Yeah, like I don't want somebody to have to have that responsibility
0: <laughs> of going to visit of you, of
1: going to what, to to wipe the leaves off and <laughs> Oh, whatever. right, right, like, right. To clean the leaves off, yeah, right. I would do it for that because I'm, I'm do not there. Yeah, <laughs> <Like> it, <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know. Build me in a tree, throw me out some stuff. I don't. I, right. You don't even got to take me home. Just it's right. not me anymore. Right. You can just right. You know, think of me every occasionally. All right. <laughs> so you
0: would you get me cremated? And yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to waste space. Yeah. Like.
0: <laughs> Do you want to be saved cremated or you want to be like spread? Is there anywhere oh, specific that you like throw I me in? I the- don't
1: actually care. All right. I'm gonna be dead.
0: No, I know that is very true.
1: So really, whatever it is, so so all of that stuff is not for the dead. That's for the. living. That's for the
0: living. Yeah, it is.
1: That's. I mean, if you if you want to be put in an urn, that's because you want to be in the house and have them see you and remember you. Yeah,
0: own. but you wouldn't know that you're in the urn, right? You're dead. Right. True.
1: And all they're doing is they have this dust collector that they hope they don't knock off the mantle when they dust around it or something.
0: Do you believe in in um, anything afterlife? Do you believe in heaven, hell? Do you believe in any kind of afterlife? I
1: don't like, not believe.
0: Right. See, that's the safe but I answer. Don't know. That's the safe shit to but say. I don't just know. in case. No, no, that's I've the safe. I've never been there. I say the same thing. It's very safe. Right. It's very safe because you're like just but in case. You've never been there either. <laughs> no, I never have. Right.
1: So we can't what? argue. Like yeah. I, I'm not. I I'm not willing to b- debate about something that yeah. there's not factual. Do, have you been there?
0: No. I haven't, I haven't. been there either. I have it, but you know. Have I, you
1: talked to anybody that's been there?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I have. I don't well, think so. Well, not
1: that they've <laughs> not that they've given you concrete proof that I've been there. True. So
0: Okay, yeah, that's true.
1: So it's a, so in here, and then here's the here I uh, this I don't know if it's cliché or not, but I had this opinion, this thought one day. I was like, how can heaven be better? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like I have so much here and people, you know, you have, you have your kids. Yeah. I have my daughter. Like how is being taken away from that ever going to be better?
0: Yeah. I Do mean, I
1: have any relationships with anybody who's in quote unquote heaven Yeah, that I want to go see so badly that I'm going to leave the friends and family I have here to go? Yeah. I don't.
0: I guess if they came quickly behind it would be cool if they were already there. But
1: now you're wishing them dead.
0: <laughs> well, this is yeah, okay. So 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 this is this is listen, that's 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 true, but if, you know, but you know, got to do what you got to do, right? right. So but here's the thing I always say too is like I'm like, would you rather live for a long time? Would you rather live and see all the people die around you or would you rather die so you don't have to suffer through seeing so many people die around you? Live Live, yeah. I picked to live too, but just, it's just, it's just, just because
1: even though the people are dying around you, every day there's more people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, does everyone around you die? So
0: no, you not, have, I'm not saying no, I'm no, not saying it's I mean, like a plague, but no, I mean, th- like, that's yeah. what I'm saying because yeah. so
1: even if you know, you had your, you're I mean, you've had a parent die, yeah, and you still choose live, yeah, yeah, because you still have other people, not that they replace that person, not that you value one over the other, but. There's always people living that you're creating and cultivating relationships with or that you already have established relationships with when this one person dies. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about one against a lifetime of living? Mm -hmm. I'll live.
0: If you could die, if you died and you came back as anything, what would you want to come back as?
1: I have no idea.
0: If you could come back, pick something. Think about it. If you could come back as anything, anything like living, don't uh, be like, I'm gonna come back as an airplane. I'm gonna if come you could, back as a rock. Right. If you could come back as anything a living, rock. anything living. <laughs> right would you would you want to come back as a listen yeah you know someone will say something stupid a cabin people just looking at me shutting me you know, someone will say something That's stupid because you
1: asked this question to comics okay right. <laughs> they're coming up with funny answers um
0: so and it could be besides a person you know what i mean like any anything else like what would you like to what would you like to be you know like if i don't know choose the type of animal or choose right? the yeah. insect or choose what like what and like why there must be something that you kind of admire about something
1: I don't know if the, I, don't know. I like my life. Yeah. I guess I would come back as a person.
0: You come back as a person?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's not any animal or insect or other living thing that I envy so much that I'm like, man, I wish I was an eagle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it'd be boring to be an eagle. Like, do they have little eagle clubs? I don't think eagles can play solitaire. <laughs> I, think they do I like though. solitaire. I think- they don't have Netflix accounts, you but know, they, have, they their have their
0: own entertainment. Though, see, we only filter it through our human perspective right. on what is cool.
1: That's what you assume.
0: But they have—they do. They have their own because they
1: do. They, do you know? own, they, they, they do. sit in trees and watch for prey. It seems like a hard life. I don't want it.
0: But do you know, there's other. They make they make other eagles, so that means they do have okay. babies. So they do things. So they does social. it take
1: twenty three hours? I don't know because there's twenty four in a day. That only lasts for so long. Right. But that's why I, I don't know. I love my life. Yeah. I love my life enough that I would choose to live my life again. Yeah. I, I live, I live with no regrets. Yeah. I think everything happens for a reason. I'm in the place that I'm at, whether I've fell into opportunities, whether, you know, I've, I've, I've had experiences and everything has brought me to right here where I am, which is where I am supposed to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I, 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 I got nothing. I got if that's if that's where you want to be. You don't want to play the game and come back as not a person. <laughs> <laughs> I just was trying to see what animals you admired. But if you want to just change it up and just I said, put all this logic, drop all this so thing. I'm also and
1: I said living. besides a person. Like, <laughs> oh, a person,
0: you were like a person. You were like a person. God dang
1: it. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Like for me, okay, I would be a. I I thought about this a lot, and so recently I was looking at watching jaguars. I would like to be a jaguar because if I could come back as something else besides a person, jaguars. They're they're uh they're very they're discreet, but then they they can hold their own in the wild with fucking everything. I mean, they just go in the water and grab a alligator and just. Drag run up, up a tree yeah. with it just run up a fucking tree with it why not yeah. like you know what i'm saying like they just and they just hold their own you never see them getting attacked by anything else big any of the other big cats aren't usually fucking with jaguars because they can hold their own so i like that
1: i would probably say like a dolphin
0: yeah so then I like but to why swim, uh-huh.
1: and i love the water mm-hmm. i love the water but then i mean you hear the dolphins are pretty brutal
0: well, you hear they are. They like they like fucking. I guess right. you know I mean, what I mean. Was, so I mean that. Well, so you okay. be a dolphin. I'm okay with that. <laughs>
1: That's fine. High five to dolphins. Way to figure it out. Yeah,
0: wait, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I mean, we don't know. I think. I think it's funny. We I
1: prefer to do it with consent.
0: Though. Right. Right. Like, right. <laughs> But we don't know when they're like, we filter everything. Like, I love right. watching animal through our shows. Lens. through our lens, though. So, we don't know through their lens. They may be like, yo, that's how we get there. We like this shit. <laughs> right. Just because you guys have a problem with <laughs> right. it. Right. You know, they, like, we don't that know. That Seal
1: asked for it.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like they could be like You know what I mean They could be in the gangbanks because they there'll be like A lot of the male dolphins Are attacking the female dolphins Or whatever right. And she could be like "Yo, oh, I'm in the gangbanks Like this is the shit right, I, like like, it. I like this yeah. if, Where's Where's everybody else at Right what You didn't I- see the <laughs> smile
1: On her face
0: yeah, yeah exactly She was taking selfies was, uh, <laughs> Be like
1: number seven <laughs> Right <laughs>
0: But we don't know. In our right. eyes we're like, the female dolphin is so horrified. <laughs> it's like eh,
2: shut
0: this dude up. This dude doesn't know.
2: Right, that's true. This dude doesn't
0: know what this spider's thinking. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> you know, like the is very afraid here in this situation. The just,
1: spider <laughs> you're like, crawls through the through the uh web. Yeah. Watching its prey. Yeah, and you're like playing with it. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, 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 exactly. It'll say some shit like that. Maybe it's playing just waiting for it, it to die. That's it. That's it. it's just hanging there. it's trying to be like I don't have my eyes I know like I have really eight of them I'm really
1: hungry I wish I had a microwave yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let a little more sun hit this motherfucker right. so I can eat him because I, I need like him, him a little crispy I like him a
1: good 90 degrees <laughs> but he's only uh, at 63
0: <laughs> our fucking lens is so ridiculous
1: it's this just slow bland. cooker is ridiculous uh,
0: yeah.
1: Henrietta we need a new slow cooker <laughs>
0: Uh, is he webbed up enough or is he going to flap me with his wing because I don't feel like falling down again this is fucking a long fall
1: hurt my back last week <laughs> that Tempur-Pedic's not doing anything for me how long
0: do these legs take to grow back Jesus <laughs> I got two bad ankles
2: <laughs>
1: two of these
0: fucking legs are up.
1: <laughs> when can we get these kids to do the dishes I'm really tired of cleaning this web by myself
0: you know what i'm saying like we don't know what they're thinking you right no know? I agree. But we just we just we just oh this is what we think this is how <laughs> they this is how they feel you know mm-hmm. shut up <laughs> you know they, i just i think it is it is i think a funny concept is the fact that as humans we take one human and multiple humans observe said human. Okay. Right? We do that a lot. We watch TV. We're right. all, millions of people are watching this right. performance, right? Yeah. Shows, same thing. Comedy shows. Uh-huh. I, it's rare that you see that in the wild. I've right. never seen like one squirrel just fucking <laughs> doing something and the rest of the squirrels are just watching them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you never see that shit in a while. There
1: goes Roscoe.
0: There, there he goes. <laughs> just always showing out, right? <laughs> just, everybody else is just watching them do something. Like right. we're they the only they things. They haven't
1: built theaters
0: Right. (laughs) Right. Like even I mean
1: just even some little cornered area of the fucking
0: jungle or something, you know? Right. You never seen a bunch of beetles watch one beetle. I don't know. Like it just it's weird. Like we we do that though. Mm -hmm. We are like we're so absorbed into each other. Yeah. That like we entertain each other with each other. Well so we're so
1: absorbed absorbed into everything. Yeah, that is true though. Mm. I mean, obviously we're watching plants and animals and planets planets. I mean, planets. <laughs> so I, mean I think yeah. I think oh, we're about to get real deep. Are you ready? Yeah. We're so busy looking outside of ourselves. Yeah. That we don't take enough time to look inside of ourselves. Yep. Like not what else can make you happy, but what can I do to make me happy? Right. And and you know, is a, is finding a new planet is that your happiness? Yeah. Is is you know making spiders talk is that your happiness right right (laughs) no but or or is it you know what within yourself can make you happier
0: right that is that is the exploration and that also is tacked on to becoming an adult is figuring that out Mm -hmm. what inside yourself what are the things that actually make you happy that don't have to do with anybody else because so much of our happiness is associated with others which is why a lot of people don't have money <laughs> <laughs> you know what i All <laughs> no, they care—they just care about other people too much, and it's like it's—it's it's care well, about what they
1: think, right? Well, what's funny is, so I don't care what people think, mm-hmm. and I don't have that problem of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to tell me something, I'll have a conversation with you, and you—you you can tell me. But I didn't know until today that you had two kids, mm-hmm. you know, or that you had right. kids at all. And people ask me, like, about comics. They're like, where's, where's so-and-so from? I don't know. Right. He was funny, and I booked him. Or she was funny, and I booked her. Right. I don't know their entire backstory. Right, right. And why, why would I, you know? Right. But but I I don't find happiness in other people. And I think that's what makes people think that I'm, like, standoffish or or intimidating just because... Just come up. You can come up and talk to me, but Mm -hmm. I'm not just gonna like randomly fill space and time because I don't feel the need to. Right. Like we can have a conversation. I'll talk to you. Sure. What do you want to talk about? Right. You know, we can talk about spiders making noises. Right. (laughs) But, but I don't just. I'm not one of those people that pleases people. That's like, oh, I have to make sure that that you're happy and that you're okay and that that this is a thing and you know, is everybody having a good time and. You know, I already do that at the club.
0: Do you do, do you, um, find yourself, um, so do you find yourself being like that? Um, if you're hosting something at your house, are you, are you like, I know it's probably That's so if, cute.
1: I don't host things. At you don't host Okay. Like, okay. People.
0: So huh? you host <laughs> so people. I don't like people. Oh, you don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I know you don't like people. That's true.
2: Um, do you,
1: I, I When I so that's a lie. So I have this um, standing Monday night date um, with another with a couple. They have a son who's twelve. Goes to school with my daughter. We were all we were in the PTA together. And I just found out. So we do Monday swim day at my house. It's an open invitation. Whoever wants to come, come. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't call people and invite them. We're gonna be at the house swimming. If you want to swim, show up. And so her and her son started showing up and I just found out like we've been friends for three, four years now and they just moved to Germany. And she was telling me because it's funny how our friendship started was they started showing up and the kids would swim and we'd hang out and, you know, polite conversation, whatever. And then we figured out that, oh, we're very similar, you know, in disciplining our kids and making sure that they're good people. And that's why I said I find friends who have good kids because I can stand to be around them. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of grew slowly that way. But she goes, Well, we first started coming to swim because I was like, Well, either we can go I can go swim for free at her house or we'll have to pay to go to the local pool. Right, right. right. And so that's what that's how it started. Right. And so we we slowly became friends with that to where like they, they come over every Monday night and we're having dinner and playing cards. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, how did you figure out that they like cards? Like, I was playing solitaire one day and she was like, oh, do you play gin? I was like, yeah, I play gin. And we started playing. It's all very organic. So I don't necessarily host like that. But like when they came over, it, ha- it they just started. It wasn't even like a set. We should do this every Monday. It was a, just a. They showed up on Mondays, and then I would be making dinner, and then they were vegetarians. So she's like, "Hey, I'm going to bring something next Monday," mm-hmm. and then they started joining us for dinner, and then it became a thing.
0: So, so I guess I'm thinking: Are you inherently? Uh, do you not necessarily like uh, expose your feelings much to people when you're dealing with them because you're inherently? shy conservative in your own feeling inside like which like what's your like school no, like school opposites. growing up what were you like okay were you like loud Very funny girl different. or were you quiet no. and like a little bit more I
1: was super shy until I was 25 okay I didn't talk to strangers I would go to a store and if I couldn't find something I would walk up and down the aisles and look until I found it I would not ask I did not talk to people that I did not know what I was, what was that feeling why why I don't know if it, I, I guess it had to be fear. Like, I just didn't talk to people I didn't know. It was, yeah. it was uncomfortable. I didn't, like, I don't know you. Like, Right. I, I don't know if it was distrust. I don't know what it was. But I got engaged early, got married early. And my world was centered around family and taking care of them and doing what I had to and being on this hamster wheel of life. I was working a nine to five job. I was going to school. I was doing everything that I was Everything that I thought I was supposed to do at the time. Yeah. Until I got into my 20s and figured out that I wasn't really happy. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know how I got to this place. Yeah. And then I got divorced at 25. And that was a huge turning point for me. Because I figured out that I don't have to please other people. Mm-hmm. it's not my job mm-hmm. it's not my job to make you comfortable it's not my job to make sure that you're okay mm-hmm. I make sure that people are okay that are friends and things with me but I'm not like walking around um, hold on one second so yeah so I totally forgot about that I'm sorry <laughs> no, no, You're, fine, you're fine. listeners no
0: no 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 they, um, they're good with it but, they're used to it
1: but once I figured out that I don't have to please other people yeah it's very freeing to know that people that are just people that genuinely like you, like to be around you. Yeah. And who you are and how you are, they're going to be. Yeah. And you don't have to walk this tightrope of, you know, who am I and all of that. Have her text me when you get over there. Bye bye. Um, you know who who am I and who I should be and who who they expect me to be. What's your expectation of me and living up to that expectation? Yeah. I spent my first twenty something years trying to please people mm-hmm. and then watching them leave.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, so what did that get me? Right. And that's when I went. I'm gonna find who I want to be, and I'm gonna be happy with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And. I went to the movies by myself and oh, I went to a okay. restaurant by myself. Yep. And I tried new foods and I figured out that I hate certain things, but I was doing those things to please other people. Yeah. I, I, my ex husband loved NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I knew all of the drivers, their names, their sponsors, what their numbers were on their cars. <laughs> I am not joking, like to wow. please someone else. Yeah. And he left. Yeah. Like I put in, I took care of his stepson who was only nine years younger than I was. Right. You know, I drove to Reading, which is like a three hour drive every Friday to pick his stepson up by myself and back to please him. Right. And wanted to get me. So I became a person that I was like, you know what? I'm not in the business of pleasing people.
2: Yeah.
0: So it kind of it completely altered your yes you shifted there.
1: yes I uh, yeah. Do you, do you find yourself? Knew me before yeah, would not. They'd be like, who?
0: So are you happier now with yeah. the shift? Oh like, yeah, with yeah, yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, because because I'm autonomous. Yeah. Because I'll be happy sitting here doing a podcast with you, or working, or listening to comedy, or going to a movie by myself. Yeah. Or sitting at home. Yep. Or enjoying traveling with my daughter or with a friend. You know, I travel more. You know, I go, up, I go up to Portland and visit a friend in Portland not often enough, once or twice a year. And I literally do nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that because I'm okay with it myself. Yeah. And that's why I was like, I mean, I can't imagine being something else because I'm happy with me.
2: Yeah.
0: I love I love going to, like, people can't believe you go to the movies by yourself, but I love uh, it. Yeah. if there's a movie out and I really want to see it and I'm sick of asking people like do you want to go do you want to go there right.
1: I'm like how many people do you ask a couple before, yeah like one I, or two I'll right? go like one or two yeah
0: and then if one or two if it doesn't work I'm like I'm going I'm, go. I'm going I right. don't care wait for me to see it no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I gave you the chance I gave
0: you a couple chances right. here already like right. I'm going I'm going to watch the movie but right. people are like you really work by yourself yes, yes. And, and, I'm, and I'm and I'm very well adept at going to restaurants by myself being a comedian traveling all the time myself Yeah. I go there you know i I'll 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 record it a lot and talk about some of the food because I try to go find different foods at different Mm -hmm. places, you know, have some fun with it like that. But at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I'm very happy, content. Yeah. Doing many, many of those things by myself. You know, so um,
1: it's it's funny because we'll have people um, mostly mostly women that'll show up and they'll come to the comedy show by themselves. And they're usually very tentative about it because, you know, it's like how many in your party and then you have to like going to a restaurant, you have to admit, well, just one. Yeah. And I'm always like, good for you. You're about to make 190 friends. Yeah. You know, because at a movie, at a restaurant, you know, at a comedy club. You don't have to socialize like you're there with a hundred people. True,
0: It is just very true. And And
1: a comedy club and movie, especially you're not there to socialize anyway. Yeah. You're watching somebody else entertain you. You don't have to have somebody next to you to be entertained. So true. You know? And so it's, it's a funny, I don't know. It's a funny.
0: Here's what's weird about that. When I look and I see one person by themselves at the comedy club, to me, I'm like, "Oh man, that's fucked up." They only got one; <laughs> it's just them. But I would do it. Yeah, a hundred percent, I would do it. So I'm do like you ever a hypocrite. Point it out? I have pointed it out before, yeah. but it's it's all in fun. Like I yeah. like. The way I fuck with people is very inclusive, mm-hmm. unless they are being of course. very, very rude. Right, right. right. Then um,
1: rules don't apply. When rules that don't happens. apply. But, yeah. but
0: I'm super inclusive. So, like, even if I'm jabbing you, I'm jabbing you to give you some love and make everybody else not be wondering what the fuck's going on with you. Yeah. You know, because if you're just sitting at a table mm-hmm. and it's just you, other people have looked over and been like, whatever. So eventually I may say something, but it's. To bring you in. Right. You know what I mean? I'll even make people open up spaces at their table type shit. You know? And I'll be like, do you want to sit with anybody else? Because if you don't want to, I'll be like, you know, or I'll make people move and go sit with you. You know, like, whatever. We have fun. Yeah. And and let someone know that they're welcome. Like you said, they just made 190 friends.
1: good for coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't sit at home and and wallow or be sad. If if you don't want to sit at home. Yeah. I love to sit at home. I mean, but I work out. Yeah. So I'm out every night. And people are like, what are you going to do on your day off? Fucking nothing. Right. I am going to sit and be quiet. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah.
0: Going to enjoy that time. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly.
0: Um, so where can people find more information about
1: uh,
0: the club and the schedule and who's going to be here? It's oh,
1: just laughsunlimited.com.
0: Laughsunlimited.com. hmm mm-hmm. Anybody cool coming up next week? I know I'm Everybody here this week. Everybody cool is coming up. Who's come, do you know Obviously, who's coming up next week? I have no idea. All right. Oh,
1: it's Jack Asadorian.
0: Oh, Jack. Oh, Jack. Yeah. Jack's from a uh, Cali dude. He's uh, runs the He runs the Soho Comedy the, Festival.
1: The,
0: yeah, the Noho. The Noho. Noho yeah. Comedy Festival. I said Soho. Noho.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's in New York. The Noho, North Hollywood Comedy Festival. That's yep. where we met.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's where
0: we originally met. That's cool. That's yeah. dope. That's yeah. cool. So yeah, the, Jack... Uh, that uh, Yeah,
1: but I mean, uh, you know, we have we have people coming all the time. We have Mark Curry coming out this year. Mark Curry,
0: hilarious. Uh,
1: Tony Roberts is coming. Tony Roberts is
0: hilarious. I don't
1: like to highlight, you know, the bigger names. Come yeah. every weekend because yeah. you never know who you're gonna see
0: has tony roberts been here before
1: uh he uh, he has not
0: oh he's he fucking he's up.
1: come out and watched the show beast he's a he's beast he's come out to support another comic you know he has oh uh, i
0: love tony roberts yeah. that's one of my favorite that's one yeah. of my favorite dudes right there he's nice. funny 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 if you guys don't know tony roberts look him up tony roberts we'll from, be podcasting from Detroit.
1: soon he wants to be on my podcast oh so. dope yeah dope. behind the showroom check it out
0: yes that's very cool and make sure you guys from behind the showroom, check out 30 Jobs Later. That is yes. my podcast. Um, this, uh, tonight, wait, wait, wait it's, it's Saturday, Saturday right now, so mm-hmm. I'll probably drop this. Uh, maybe I'll drop it. Maybe I'll drop it today. I usually drop them on during the week, but maybe I'll drop it today. Okay. So people can come out um, to, if you're in Sacramento, make sure you come out to the show tonight, which is Saturday, okay. uh we're in March now February This is
1: nope. February
0: 29th this
1: February
0: 29th Leap day Leap day right This is so our bonus day February 29th And I'll also be here Sunday March 1st I will be here as well In Sacramento um, At Laughs Unlimited Next week Be sure you guys Check I me out
1: all, I was all What's Sunday March 1st <laughs> yeah, <first>. right? <laughs> And I then uh,
0: Next week, guy Next week guys I will be oh, I'll be away On one of the ships I will be I'll uh, be in St. Thomas. So just look out for some videos and some other podcasts dropping next week. Continue to like and subscribe to the podcast. Corey Rodriguez. Corey with an E, Rodriguez with an S. Corey Rod's on Instagram. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. This was awesome having you on. My podcast
1: and you on my cop podcast and dual podcasting. This was and awesome. you're a way better promoter than I am.
0: Oh well, listen. I'm like people,
1: laughsunlimited.com.
0: <laughs> people are gonna if find if you it. don't
1: know. Yes. You ought to know.
0: Uh, comedy club bookers, uh, <laughs> listen. Something dope oh, that 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 she that um that Jenny does is uh, with the new renovation of the club. There is now a uh there's a TV that's set oh. up on the stage next to the sign for the club the signage for the club is a TV that has the comic that's on stage and their Instagram below it which is awesome uh when I do work on some of these cruise ships that I do that's something that I'll have them do for me set my stuff up you know I have yeah. USB set up on you know so people can see that on the screen but that's a that's an awesome way and a subtle way to have people following and things like that so i appreciate you doing that i've had i've had come
1: off the stage and already have followers yeah that's awesome that's good
0: you know so um but yeah guys continue to like and subscribe to the podcast 30 jobs later
1: i'm out behind the showroom we're out because i'm cool like Corey. (laughs) out one two three four lift off In the showroom At last
2: Unlimited